A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to The World in 10, the big news stories of the day explained and analysed by The Times of London. Today with me, Lou Newton and Stuart Willey. It was a three-horse race, now it's a two-horse race for the Republican nomination. Ron DeSantis heads home to Florida. Coming up, we unpack just what went wrong with his campaign. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the Republican presidential race. I am today suspending my campaign. It's clear to me that a majority of Republican primary voters want to give Donald Trump another chance. He has my endorsement because we can't go back to the old Republican guard of yesteryear, a repackaged form of warmed-over corporatism that Nikki Haley represents. But what went wrong for the Republican, who was once seen as Trump's eventual successor? But that initial popularity seemed to quickly fade. The Times US editor David Charter said he was just never going to beat Trump. So this was really an object lesson in how not to run a political campaign because DeSantis had his own people uh, mainly brought from Florida who knew him best and wanted to decide how he would spend his time day to day. But there was this organisation that was raising all his money called Never Back Down. And that was also organising campaign events and day-to-day activities. So there was inevitable tension between the two camps. And this led to rows and arguments, people storming out, saying that uh, they just couldn't get along with each other. The other side of the coin is that they just didn't spend their money wisely. It quickly emerged that DeSantis was rather fond of taking private jet flights everywhere. And that obviously didn't go down well with some inside the campaign. It became apparent that it was all taking a downhill turn when he came second place in the Iowa caucuses last week. He put all the chips down on Iowa. He put a lot of effort in. He spent a lot of money actually hiring people to work on the ground in Iowa where he couldn't recruit locals. Uh, And that didn't go down too well in, in the state that prides itself on being the first in the whole selection process, whereas Trump was able to motivate local supporters who would go and door knock for him. People just wanted to stick with what they know, which was Trump. It's a very, it's quite a red state, Iowa. He just wasn't ahead in the polls anywhere. Trump is a long way ahead and the money was running out and it just became obvious to DeSantis. There was no way that he was going to overtake Trump. Whereas with Nikki Haley, for example, she's so different to Trump that she will pick up all of the never Trump vote, if you like. That was never going to go to DeSantis because he was running as the heir to Trump. There just wasn't enough votes for him out there. Now our eyes turn to the New Hampshire primary, which is on Tuesday. And if Haley has any hope of success, she'll need a good performance to prove that she can pose a proper challenge to Donald Trump.
There's a historic milestone today in the fight against malaria, the parasitic disease spread by mosquitoes. Malaria is a big killer. The World Health Organization says more than half a million people died in 2022, most of those in Africa. That milestone is the beginning of routine vaccinations for the disease. Kea Burgess covers science for The Times and he told us it's been a long time coming. Today's development comes after more than 30 years of work. It was the late 1980s that GSK, the British-based manufacturer, started designing the idea of a vaccine against malaria. An initial safety trial began in the late 90s, then further clinical trials started in the late noughties, pilots in the late 2010s. And we've finally reached the point today where, for the first time in the world, malaria vaccines are going to be administered to children just as part of their routine immunizations. And the first country in which that's happening is in Cameroon. I asked Kaya whether this is a magic bullet against the disease. It could make a really enormous difference in reducing the the huge death toll from malaria across Africa. It's going to be rolled out in Cameroon to start with, but there are so many other countries that have already started to receive supplies and will be rolling out their own vaccination programme very, very soon. It's not a magic bullet on its own, it still needs to be administered alongside anti-malarial drugs, the likes of which you or I might take if we go to a country with a high risk of malaria. Also measures like making sure people have mosquito nets, particularly that are treated with insecticides. So it will be part of an approach with other measures, but this could be a really huge part of the puzzle in, in trying to defeat this really awful disease, which is an epidemic that has gone on for decades. Kaya also reports today on a new blood test for Alzheimer's that could have huge implications in measuring people's risk for the disease. Scientists are excited about a study in Sweden. It's found a simple testing kit can detect the proteins that are linked to Alzheimer's 10 or 15 years before symptoms show. That could potentially allow treatments to be targeted at those most vulnerable. You can find out much more with a Times digital subscription. On The World in 10 recently, we've explored the potential for a Russia-NATO war in the near future. And today, there are warnings that Putin would use nuclear weapons on the battlefield against the West. Mark Bennett covers Russia for The Times and says President Putin could risk using lower-level nuclear weapons on the battlefield because he calculates that the West wouldn't respond in kind. Russia would possibly feel emboldened to use nuclear weapons on the battlefield during any conflict with NATO troops because the Kremlin believes that the United States would lack the resolve to respond. Military setbacks in Ukraine have shaken Moscow's confidence in its conventional forces and the Kremlin would now place increased importance on its nuclear arsenal during any confrontation with NATO, according to a study released today by the International Institute for Strategic Studies. Russia could use a non-strategic nuclear warheads that are designed to be used on the battlefield. They have a lower range and destructive power than strategic nuclear nuclear missiles, which can be used to flatten enemy cities. President Putin and other senior Russian officials have issued a series of nuclear threats since the start of the war in Ukraine two years ago. A chairman at Russia's Council of Foreign and Defense Policy, which advises the Kremlin, said that Moscow should launch a preemptive strike on one of Ukraine's allies in Europe to force Western countries to drop its military support for Kiev. The think tank said that in any conflict with NATO, Russia would likely see the United States' overwhelming superiority as a danger to the continued existence of Russia as an independent state.
Now, let's go to the Philippines. Do you recognise this song, Lou? I don't know, but I think it's Coldplay. That is exactly right. That's Coldplay on stage in Manila in front of 40,000 fans. I'm looking at the video on social media now and the whole crowd are wearing light-up wristbands and you can see Chris Martin and two huge screens on either side of the stage belting it out in one of the world's largest indoor arenas. A massive arena. Among the 40,000 people crammed in there was a very special guest of honour, the president of the Philippines, Bongbong Marcos. However, anger has erupted in the country not because he went to the concert, but because of how he went. President Marcos used an official helicopter to fly to the event, whilst everyone else got stuck in traffic. The congestion's so bad that Chris Martin made up a song about it the following night. The traffic in Manila is completely insane. (laughs) And when he mentioned it to the crowd on Friday... The president reportedly had his head in his hands. People using social media have been getting quite angry recently over how taxpayer money was used. It funded the helicopter ride, security and the concert tickets themselves. Some have said it's an abuse of power and a misuse of government resources. Not everyone's been so critical, though. I want to read you this from Brigadier General Jesus Nelson Morales, who's Mm. the head of presidential security. He said the traffic situation posed a potential threat to the security of our president and we took decisive action by opting for the presidential chopper. It was a great weekend for Nick Danlap, an amateur golfer and student at the University of Alabama. The 20-year-old stormed to win a PGA Tour event on Sunday, beating many season pros and creating excitement during and after his round. He's the first amateur in 33 years to win. The downside, though, as an amateur, he misses out on the $1.5 million prize money. That check instead goes to the second-place getter, a PGA Tour professional, Christiane Bezeidenhout. Young Nick Danlap says missing out on the cash stung a little. But as a way to announce his arrival on the golf scene, it was hard to beat. Mm. His coach says he's here for a long time and is chasing after his hero, Tiger Woods. The last amateur to win 33 years ago was Phil Mickelson in 1991, and he's called yesterday's performance impressive and sent congratulations. Nick is now the youngest ever amateur to win a tour event, and that win qualifies him to turn professional but he says he just needs a little second to let what just happened sink in a little bit and i think that they should let him take home the prize money (laughs) but anyway that's not how it works and that's all we have time for today thanks for taking 10 minutes to stay on top of the world with the help of the times of london see you tomorrow